Talk Radio 77 WABC. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. So we had a caller earlier said that there is an, a commercial on the Giants pregame and maybe the Giants postgame as well where Tommy DeVito's father is reading it. And I had not heard this commercial, so we we're able to uh, find it. Courtesy of Bob Gelb, who sent it to us. So uh, let's listen to Mr. Big Tom DeVito reading a commercial here for the Giants Radio Network on WFAN. I'm Tom DeVito, dad of Giants quarterback Tommy DeVito. Football season is the perfect time to replace that beast in your basement and save on your heating bill with a new peerless blower. I've installed peerless blowers throughout my career, and they're the best choice for all your heating needs. Take it from me, Tom DeVito of DeVito Plumbing, and visit peerlessblowers.com for a dealer near you. Remember, peerless boilers, the world's best-built blowers. People ask me all the time, are peerless blowers really the best? My answer, forget about it. Oh, my God. You know who he Burger. replaced? What's that? You know who he replaced with that read? No. You know who was doing the read before that? No. Sid Rosenberg. Spectacular! That's he right. He was doing that read on the Giants Radio Network? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. So he got, he got replaced by Tommy DeVito's dad. Tom DeVito. Well, that was uh, my buddies there, Boomer and Gio, and I do like those guys. The very popular morning show at WFAN. We used to work there for many years, and uh, I was in that studio when I miss yelled at Boomer Esiason, and he started to cry. <laughs> Not really. I like Boomer and NGO. Those guys do a terrific job. And, well, they were partly right. You know, I've been doing the uh, the Peerless Border commercials for Pete Morgan on the Giants radio network for 25 years. I was in Florida for 11 years. I kept getting phone calls. Sid, you never told us you came back. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm in Boca. We just heard to do a commercial for the Giants. I'm like, no, you dummy. I taped those down in Florida, you doofus. <laughs> so, um, but I have been doing those for 25 years. I also do for Pete. I do the Rangers. I do the Patriots. I do the Boston Bruins. I do all of them. But uh, it was funny to uh, to hear that. Although, listen, maybe maybe Boomer's right. Did Tom DeVito replace me? Uh, well, he certainly displaced you this weekend. This weekend. And uh, everybody loves it. And mean, everybody loves it. They miss me, too. I heard him say it. I don't it. know about that. No? Well, they love Tom DeVito. Hi, Tom. How are you? How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Hold on. So it turns out, Tom, that uh, uh, Pete, uh, of course, uh, like every Giant fan, loves what's happening with your son. Three consecutive wins. Giants nearly a touchdown underdog at home Monday night. They beat the Packers. And not only did your son play a great game on uh, Monday night, but uh, it comes to my attention through Pete Morgan. I believe this happened literally, Tom DeVito, moments ago, moments ago, your son. The NFC Offensive Player of the Week. How does that make you feel? Proud. Very proud, Dad. Sorry the voice is a little hoarse. It's still a little hoarse from Monday night. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I mean, uh, I saw you and the agent kissing and uh, yelling and screaming. And, look, everybody knows the story. Cedar Grove kid and, you know, goes to uh, Syracuse, ends up for a year at Illinois, all those great years at Don Pasco, Bosco Prep, too. But, to be now undrafted, undrafted, and the starting quarterback. I mean, you know what they say, right? You know, set up you up with the Yankees and quarterback for the Giants. That's where stars are made. And to win three straight and go three and one as a starter, I don't know if you could have predicted this as much as you love your son, Tom. Absolutely not. It, it's a dream come true for sure. You know, a lot of folks, too, are uh, pissed off at some of the fans and the media because um, – you know, look, I'm a Jewish kid. I think you know that. 
Uh, but I've always wanted to be Italian, always. And I do play Italians and mobsters in movies, just so you know. Um, but I've always had this, growing up in Brooklyn during the John Travolta era, always wanted to be Italian. In fact, I'm the only Jew, mind you, that gets a, a, um, a Cadillac, a convertible Cadillac, at the Columbus Day Parade every year. And Angelo Vivolo is considering making me next year the very first ever Jewish Grand Marshal. I love the Italian people, but there seems to be a lot of folks making fun of the Italians and the heritage because uh, of your son and your Italian heritage. Does that piss you off? Not at all. For the reasons you guys just said, somewhere deep down, even for a little bit, somebody wants to be Italian. We're fun-loving people. (laughs) We're cool people. You know, it's just everybody wants to be Italian for a little bit. So you're you're claiming it's uh, just a jealousy. That's it, right? No, I don't call it jealousy. I just think it's an admiration. You know, we're fun-loving people. We could take jokes. We could give jokes. You know, we we have thick skin. There's no thin skin here at all. You're very much like uh, Jewish people, which is is why I think Jewish people and Italian people get along so well. I mean, there are so many similarities, and you guys living out in Cedar Grove, New Jersey, I'm going to guess there's a couple of Jews out there, yes? Oh, everywhere. We love everybody. <laughs> we love everybody. And everybody loves you and your kid. It is a, it is an unbelievable story. You know, it didn't start off all that well. I'd be lying if I said to you that when he first came in after Jones and Taylor both went down with injuries, I didn't think, oh, my God, this could actually go from bad to worse. I'll admit it. And I saw Tommy play at Syracuse, and I liked him. Uh, but this is a different level, obviously, uh, here at the National Football League. And to see him improve, see, that's the thing, Tom, where your son now is starting to really raise some eyebrows, is that every week he improves, and every week he makes it look like he belongs out there every Sunday. I know you see that, That's and he's got to see that too, so that's a big deal. Sure, but, you know, it's a progression for every rookie that steps into the NFL. You know, every rookie is going to go through its growing pains, and it's a learning process and the speed of the game. He's just blessed to have great coaches and great teammates around him that support him. You know, uh, Tyrod Taylor, the veteran quarterback, who's had some very good days in the NFL, even before he was a giant, teams like Baltimore and Buffalo, I think he was a little surprised and, quite frankly, angry that when he got healthy last week, that Dayball, the coach, did not insert him back as the starter against Green Bay and stuck with your son. What did Tommy think about that? What do you think about that? Two things on that. First, I taught Tommy from a very young age that quarterback is a fraternity. Only you guys know how hard it is. And if there's three in your room, seven of you in the room, you guys are brothers. You go through the film together, the meetings together. You're going to be tight and support each other no matter what because you don't pick who plays. Everybody wants to play. If you're mad, be mad at the coach because that's who makes those decisions. You don't hold it against each other. That's just the way it is. But my son told me from day one, Tyrod Taylor is the most impressive person he's ever met on and off the field. Wow. And I was lucky enough to meet Tyrod twice and get to talk to him. I was like, Tommy, I see what you're talking about. That guy's a pro. He's a class act. He's just a wealth of knowledge. And, again, not, not only on the football field. The guy is terrific. That's awesome. But I will say this to you. Uh, this is Tom DeVito. His son, Tommy, has won three straight as the starting quarterback for the Giants. And today was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. How great is that? Uh, he's humble. His son's humble, and that comes from you. So 
congratulations. You and your wife have done a terrific job. But he's a good kid. I know a lot of people in Jersey that know him personally, and they all love him. When you keep winning, Tom, (laughs) that humility turns to, I think I should play. So if Tommy and this giant football team runs out a bunch more wins at the end of this season, is Tommy going to go into camp next year okay with Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor or anybody else being the starting quarterback for the Giants? Again, it's it's one game at a time. You can't predict the future. You know, you just put your head down, and he's a worker bee type guy his whole life. And uh, you let the chips fall where they may. And, again, the coaches make that decision. You can't control that. So you just do what you can control and move forward, and that's it. Did you coach Tommy ever as a, when he was a little boy? No, I, I okay. had him. I've had him trained since he's five years old. Right. And, uh, but I was at every training session, and I really stopped with him butting in when he got to Bosco because then it was time to say, hey, you know what? Mm. Now you're dad. You're not a coach anymore. Right. And uh, I did it. I'm going to pat myself on the bat and say I did a nice job balancing that. No, 100% you did. I, I only ask you that because I was very close with my dad. He passed away three years ago in July, and he coached right. me in everything. Uh, thank you, Tom, in everything. And uh, But football was my big deal. I played Kings Bay football in Brooklyn, and I tell a story in my last book, which came out last September, Citizens United. It's actually the very beginning of the book because the book is about inspiration. And uh, much like your son uh, not exactly the same, but I've been derailed a couple of times, my own actions. And people have considered me dead on arrival in this career, and now I own this city. Me and your son, just so you know. Uh, but there's a story in the book where my father was my coach, and I was playing Little League football, Tom, for the Redskins at Kings Bay. And he wanted me to take a pitch out against the Steelers. Now, I'm 10 years old, but the kid who was playing defensive event for the Steelers, Tom, looked like Mean Joe Green at the age of 10. I swear to God. Uh-huh. So my buddy Jerry Rocco pitches out the football to me, and I run right, and I don't go two steps, and this kid hit me so hard, I think I made my pants, I swear to God. (laughs) So it's the next quarter. My father's in the huddle. He goes, Jerry, same play. Now you're going to pitch it to the left. And I start to yell. I go, Mommy's going to kill you. Mommy doesn't want me to play football in the first place. I'm an asthmatic. You're going to get me killed out here, Dad. You're going to run the play. So Tom, as as would have it, Jerry Rocco pitches the ball to the left. I don't get two feet, and this kid smashes me in the face, and I'm down. I'm down for a good five minutes. I thought I died, to be honest. So that's the end of this, thank God. Fourth quarter, down by four points. Redskins, Steelers, King Bay football, okay? Father gets in the huddle. He goes, Jerry, you're going to pitch the ball to the right. I said, Dad, he almost killed me twice. What are you doing? He said, you're going to run that play. And I took it for a 60-yard touchdown. And I looked wow. back at the sideline. I get emotional. I'm sorry. And my father was crying. There was a tear running down his eye. And that was the first time I learned in my life that persistence and resilience will get you somewhere. Because God knows I didn't want to run that play again after the first time, let alone the third. Do you remember that first moment when Tommy did something on the football field where you are basically driven to tears? Yes, yes. It was, um, I think he was in, it was sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade football. And uh, he threw a few touchdown passes against our rival to win. And you don't pass much in Little League football. And that's when I knew that he could be something maybe in football when I saw them 
running a complicated offense at that level, doing spread spread football, which isn't heard of because we, we run wing T here in Cedar Grove. And uh, that was my moment for me. Every moment's a moment for me. I'm kind of an emotional guy and a proud dad, but uh, that's the one that sticks out from his youth football for sure. You know, folks have also taken to uh, the living conditions for your son. They made fun of that, too, the Italian heritage and the fact that he's still at home with his mom and his dad and uh, the whole uh, chicken cutlet, making his bed, doing his laundry. I think it's cute, personally, and he's he's 25. He's still a very, very young man. I know I was still – I think I left home at 25. I got married. Uh, but I was home at that age right before, early in the uh, 25th year. Uh, what about that? What about all that nonsense that uh, people see uh, tend to seize on, that he's home and your wife makes him dinner? So what? He's his mom. We let people run with whatever they want to run with. I didn't leave home till I was 28, and I bought my house that I live in before I owned DeVito Plumbing because me and my wife both stood home and saved money. It's just a smart thing to do. And as Italians, I never want my kids to leave. I mean, it's really not yeah. only a, an Italian thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're the happiest when they were coming home from college. The house is full of life when they're home. The dynamics are great. Yeah. We bust each other's chops all day long. And it's just great to have them home. And what parent wouldn't do that? And if they really knew Tommy, he is borderline OCD on his preparation for the day everything's on a magic marker board time he's so independent lived alone for six years when he was coming home i said we don't know what city you're going to play in of course you're going to stay here right and then see where the chips fall sure and right now it's rock star life for him awesome his head spinning around on the swivel that he needs our family more than ever and credit to his brother has been his right-hand man through everything, and my wife as well. And uh, without us, I don't think he could do it right now. No, I agree. It's just too, too much off-the-field stuff sure. that we're trying to alleviate for him. And you do. You do a terrific job. I know my son uh, is in the first year of high school, Gabe. He's 15. That's his first basketball game tonight. And when he leaves home, I'm going to be a mess. I don't want him to leave. So... Uh, believe me when I tell you, I think it's great that Tommy's home and, like you said, has your support, your wife and his brothers. Have you been a Giant fan your whole life? I should know this. I don't. Have you been? No, honestly, I've been a Steeler fan my whole life. But in the 80s, the Steelers were bad, and I wasn't old enough to go to the sports bars yet. So the Giants and the Jets were the only game in town to watch. I used to wait till halftime to see my Steeler highlights or Monday Night Football to see my Steelers highlights, but <laughs> oh, they weren't man. good. So we actually worked for a popular bar where all the Giants would go to, so we would meet the Giants. And then we fell in love with Phil Sims and Mark Bavar and LT and Harry Carson yep. and Carl Banks, and the list goes on. So we actually were rooting for the Giants for a good stretch. And then in 1994, there came DirecTV, and I was back to my Steelers. <laughs> but now everybody's in shock when they see me dressed up in my Giant gear. Love it. Of course, now I'm the number one Giant fan. Damn right you are. This is Tom DeVito. His son Tommy has won three straight for my football Giants as a starting quarterback. And uh, all this discussion about Tommy, I do want to end this conversation talking about you because when I bring your name up, they go, this guy, Tom DeVito, is the best plumber in New Jersey. DeVito Plumbing's the best. And, of course, you talk about installing peerless boilers, and Pete Morgan is sitting right to my left as we're having this conversation. You admit that those are the best boilers anywhere in the country. So just so you know, your kid may be winning games of quarterback with the Giants, Tom, 
But what they say about you is you're the best in the business. Well, when it comes to boilers, we pretty much are. There's a lot of terrific plumbers in the area, but boilers are a thing. How about that, Pete? Huh? He's an all-pro boiler installer. He, he is. is the man. Yeah, he's a hall of funny, all, all, hall of famer. Absolutely, he's more than the NFC Offensive <laughs> Boiler of the Week. He is hall of famer, no question. That's well, right. that's People great. want to know how good the Pierce boilers are. You just feel the weight of them. They're so much heavier than any boiler, and when it comes down to it, it's the cast iron. That's what's going to give you life on the boiler. They have the heaviest thickest cast iron in the business and everybody could tell by the weight of them they're just the best hey tom tell sid what you what you were telling me that uh you've had thousands of requests to talk to people and, and offers it, it, it's day and night every television show every media outlet from radio to television to documentaries hmm. to reality shows constant hounding of my wife and my phone people knocking on our door and we've turned down every request. Like because of Pete and Peerless Boilers, I agreed to come on this show. And now that you did come on the show, you love it, don't you? I do. You're a class <laughs> act. I like your personality. Hey, great. Thank you. <laughs> one, thank you. One, one more thing. I just said this to Sid during the break. In the 74 seasons since the NFL began tracking quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in 1950, Tommy became the first starter in league history to complete at least 80% of his passes, wow. rush for more than 70 yards, wow. commit no turnovers, and take no sacks in a game. It's never been done before. He's, How about that? He's setting records and, and firsts of everything. So great for Tommy, great for you and your family. We couldn't be happier for you. Zach, it's very humbling. We, we appreciate all the support in this area. It's overwhelming. The, the, the real, real support. Like you can tell when people are genuine, it's genuine. It takes you back to my parents era which was the best generation ever and they used to sit by the radio listen to baseball games and boxing matches and football games they revered these players as heroes it's kind of like everybody's telling me the community they're just riveted to the tv and they're forgetting their problems or their mortgage payments and all their problems in life and that's like the greatest gift that he's given me and everybody else is the diversion and giving us something to feel good about, and and I'm so proud of that. Well, God bless him, and God bless you, and your, your wife, your, your other sons, your whole family. You are uh, you are a terrific guy. You really are. It's not uh, no shock. The apple did not fall far from the tree in this Devito case. We wish Tommy continued success as lifelong Giant fans. We want him to win every week and stay healthy. That's the most important thing. And uh, you be well too, Tom. And best to you and your family. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And we'll talk to you after the new year when Tommy wins the rest of the games on the schedule. How about that? <laughs> yes, sir. From your lips to God's ears. Thank you very <laughs> well, much. Well, take Tommy. care. There he is, Thanks, the quarterback's Tom. father. That is Tom DeVito. Tommy's now won three straight as a Giants quarterback, doing a tremendous job coming off a huge, huge big underdog win against the Packers in Jersey on Monday night. That's his dad, Tom DeVito.